You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ron, did you wake up this morning and think today's going to be a great day? No. Or did you say, oh, this is going to be a bad day? I didn't think it was going to be a bad day, but I didn't necessarily just hop out of bed thinking it's going to be a great day. And why not? Uh, You know, that's a really good question. I I think part of it, yeah, I I think it is, is, um, I mean, I was thinking about all the things I had to do, you know, like got this and that, and I got a meeting at this time and, and we're doing a podcast today and those types of things. And so maybe I jumped ahead. Do you ever get out of bed and think, oh, today's going to be a good day? Or do you, do you want, start with... Do you want me to tell you the truth? Or yeah, do <laughs> I do. I would say every now and then. It's hard. It's hard it to is. get up and think, oh, today's going to be a good day because the first thing our mind goes to is, oh my gosh, we have to do this, mm. that. We've got to meet this person. we got this, 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 this. Yeah. It's hard. Did you wake up this morning thinking it's going to be a great day? No, but I didn't think it was going to be a bad day. I just didn't. Yeah. I just thought, okay. Kind of like me. You just got to get up, get ready, and come to Got work. stuff to do. Yeah. I know. Maybe we should change our minds this next year. I, I think so. And I, yeah. I, 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 as I've said before, I feel like I can hear some of our listeners' heads shaking, right? Like, oh, yeah, that's me too. Yeah. No judgment. This right. is this is kind of like um, whatever that gym is that says it's a no judgment zone. No judgment. Right. Um, just change our mindset, yeah. maybe. I think it's good, it's, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. Getting ready, as you said, starting the new year. And so let's let's jump right into it. I know but, I'm so excited today about today's guest. Um, I'm I've too. come to some several of her classes, and it's always so much fun, and always come back um, with something positive. Uh, I think I've used this analogy because uh, those that are listening probably go, "Oh yeah, Ryan likes analogies and quotes." But the analogy of kind of like bringing your compass, resetting it, you know, to a to a north, mm-hmm. um, and and getting that kind of focused. I know exactly what you mean. Um, I also uh, have known our guest, and I'll introduce her in a second, a long time. Um, uh, our, I've watched her her kids grow up and uh, at church and so forth, and um, it's really cool. My daughter took some classes from her as well uh, in art, and she's incredibly talented. And um, the cool thing, too, is, Pam, I, I think it's neat when we have guests that b- before we start, we say, now, have you ever done a podcast? And they go, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. We're no bring- pressure. Yeah, we're, pressure. We're bringing people into the podcast world. So you guys listening, go easy uh, on, on myself, of course, but go easy on our guests. Just, just, you know, roll with it. But I tell you, it's really exciting. It's cool to have... Um, Valerie Massey joining us. Um, now, some of you are thinking, why does that name sound familiar? Well, you probably came to the pumpkin painting class that mm-hmm. you did in the courtyard out here. Yes. Uh, maybe you came recently to the class that you were at, Pam. The gratitude The boxes. gratitude boxes. Mm-hmm. And Valerie was our leader at that. Valerie, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah. They also might know me by my famous name, we like to say in our house, which is Valerie Wieners. Uh-huh. So. Oh, that's that's referred to as a famous <laughs> yeah. name. Well, okay, so you may go, well, why is she famous? I never heard of her. Well, can I... Can you in, enlighten our listeners yeah, as to sure. why you're, you're famous? Yeah. Well, I'm internet famous. I'm not actually famous. So um, I'm an artist and an author, and um, 
I have artwork in Hobby Lobby and Kirkland's and I sell it online. And so I make my living um, creating inspirational and encouraging um, pieces of art and things that people can use. And um, that's my job. And that's how I create our yeah. income. So it, It's yeah. neat when you see, I follow Valerie on social media and um, I would encourage you guys to because some of the stuff, she, she, well, I shouldn't say some of the stuff. The, some of the things you post when you post the things that, about your artwork, yeah. they're, they're they're very inspiring and they're amazing. But it's it's interesting too to to see when you post a picture like, oh look, I'm strolling through Hobby Lobby and look, this, <laughs> this is this is my work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and I feel like I look at that and I go, I wonder what that feels like. It's very exciting. So um, um, I'll tell you a little bit about who I am. So I um, grew up in a real dysfunctional family. Um, I, you know, didn't have the best coping skills. I, um, started to overeat, went into high school, was really overweight. Then a kid said something to me. Um, and I decided I was going to go on a diet and then I did. And that turned into anorexia and the anorexia turned into bulimia. And then, you know, that led to all of the things. Um, and then I, through a series of events, became a drug addict. I say that like a series of events, um, made some poor choices. Um, and so ended up in rehab. I got out of rehab, um, and didn't have a job. Um, I was using, you know, all my money to buy drugs. And so I lost my car. The repo man came and got it. And he's like, you know, do you want anything out of your car? And I'm like, just take it all. Like, you know, what <laughs> yeah. do you say? What am I going to do with it? Yeah. Um, and so I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. Um, but I've always been artistic. And so I was like, well, Facebook was just coming around. This was 2009. So younger people had Facebook. The older generation hadn't quite got on yet. Um, but I got some canvases, started painting. And um, that really was the start of it. I you know, made a painting and then I'd post a picture of it and someone was like, oh, can I buy that? And mm -hmm. like, you absolutely can, <laughs> you know. Yes. Do you like, remember uh, selling your first painting? Um, I remember selling the first collection of paintings. I don't remember what I sold first, but it, it like they were done with cheap materials on canvas and, you know, I like glued napkins to, st and it like now looking at it, it's like, I can't believe somebody, somebody bought that, that from me, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, um, but they did. And then they continued to buy stuff. And then, you know, as I made more money, then I bought better supplies and it kind of just evolved that way. Um, but always my dream was to walk into like a store and be like, I made that, you know, mm -hmm. and now that is coming true and has come true for the past few years. Um, but like the other day I was in Kirkland's and was just walking around to see what they had. And I was like, I made that. And mm -hmm. I was like, lady, will you take that's my one, picture? That's the one I saw. And I did. And like, this, it's weird when you ask the lady to yeah. take a picture of your artwork yeah. in their store. Yeah, And she was like, I guess I will. And I was like, I made this. And she was like, what do you mean you made it? And I was like, I made this art that's in your store. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, I just made it like Kirkland bought this from me, but I, you know, as a licensed mm -hmm. artist, you don't know where your stuff's going to go or what it's going to look like. And so it was just like, she was like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I was like, I know <laughs> like, this is cool. So, so cool. Yeah. To well, see that. And, and, and some listeners may not know this, but we actually have some Valerie Wieners, Massey, 
originals. Yes, we in do. our in the survivorship center. Yeah. Um, if you come into our wig room, you'll see uh, two pieces there yeah. that were commissioned yeah. by uh, a, a very generous donor um, that is in KK's wiggle room. Thank you, KK. Yeah, uh, the sign right outside the wig room. Oh, that's there. right. So there's three. three. I forgot yes. about the sign yeah. right outside the win- the door. Duh. And and then also, if you notice, um, when you come in right behind Maribel is a very large uh, image of the lighthouse with the 24 Hours in the Canyon logo. Yeah. And it says, our mission. Yeah. And I remember distinctly going, yeah. could you do this? And you're like, sure. And like 30 <laughs> minutes later, it was back in my inbox. And I, I like, get kind of jealous of those kind of people. I do, because it would have taken me all day. Like, oh, maybe. Well, my, yeah. Maybe yeah. two days. not perfect. It's not, and then you, they just whip it out. Maybe two days yeah. I, it would have taken me. Yeah. But and, you can't compare yourself to somebody else because then you'll get discouraged. You've got to be grateful for oh, the gifts that you have. Looky there, looky oh. there. That is a perfect segue <laughs> into our talk today. Wow, that was not set up at all. It was not. Um, so if you didn't catch that. Uh, we're going to be talking about gratefulness and we're going to be talking about kind of an attitude of gratefulness and gratitude. Yeah. Um, we are super excited in our plannings for 2023. This kind of came up as, you know, it, this would be a good class. And I have to be honest, this is no lie, Pam, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we sat there and planned, there was only one name that came to the top Yes. for us to have teach this class. And uh, it, because Valerie brings such, a, as you have maybe already gathered, she brings such an aura or an attitude of gratitude um but then also has this amazing um talent of artisticness that she's willing to share yeah so let's talk about before we start can i read you a quote let's do oh i have a quote too pam okay let's see if we prepared let's see if we have the same quotes okay it says rather than making gratitude and attitude a challenge make it a choice make it a choice to be grateful for the little things and the big things Make it a choice to have an attitude that is open-minded and focused on the right things. Not everything is going wrong in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. It is. And, and you know, I know that we talked before we started, that leans into the um, toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. But we all can be grateful for something. Oh, yes. For and sure. our attitudes, we could probably all change our attitudes. Uh, probably moment by moment, would you <laughs> yeah. say, Valerie? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and situation by situation. Um, I, I found one quote and, and I meant to go find another one and I'll try to struggle through the other one eventually. But, um, this one is very similar. It's interesting that you brought a quote, Pam. Um, although not, I mean, we, we were on the same wavelength so much. It's kind of scary. Um, but this talks about, and, and I think why, as Pam mentioned too, in there, in her quote, this is another reason why we're offering this class, and we're going to include this in what we do here at the center. Uh, It says, in the face of demoralization, gratitude has the power to energize. In the face of brokenness, gratitude has the power to heal. In the face of despair, gratitude has the power to bring hope. In other words, gratitude can help us cope with hard times. Uh And if I can't think of a a harder time than what our survivors uh, tend to have to go through. Absolutely. But I'm excited about the class. Uh, yes. I think maybe if it's okay, I can attend that a class. I think, uh, well, <laughs> we may make it mandatory for all of us. And uh, yeah, and, and take we're going to take attendance and make sure that I'm there and you're there and yes. Maribel's there. But Valerie, let's talk about what this class kind of would look like and really kind of some some reasonings because, and, and we'll talk about some other tips because I know that there's some people listening and go, but I don't live in Emerald and I can't come to your class. Yeah. So let we can we can share all of those things. Okay. Um, I, 
I'm going to answer this how I can best answer. Yeah. Um, this last year, um, we started fostering. So um, we decided that we wanted a little two-year-old to a five-year-old girl. Um, we felt that God had called us to that, and we were obedient to it. And um, in February, we were licensed. Um, and then we waited and we waited, and we waited, and we waited some more, um, and we waited for 11 weeks to get a call, and, um, you know, in that time of waiting, we um, lowered our age. We said, okay, I guess we'll take a one- to five-year-old little girl, although we don't want a baby, um, and then, you know, we waited some more, and so then we said, okay, I guess we'll do a zero to five little girl, even though we don't want a baby. Um, and then we got a call 11 weeks later, and it was a little 10-month-old baby girl. Oh. Um, and so that was just really hard for us, you know, trusting that um, God had a plan, and he knew that what we needed, and this is really hard because it wasn't what I had envisioned, and I was obedient, so God should give me what I asked for type of a mindset. Um, and so in April, we started fostering her, and I mean, it was like, whew, you know, it's hard caring for your own 10-month-old baby, but then when it's somebody else's, and then there are people always watching the way that you parent, and, mm. you know, people complaining about the way that you parent and stuff, like, that really was hard, and we didn't think it was going to be like this easy journey. We had been explained like this is rough and, you know, you're going to want to quit. And we did, but we just didn't know how hard it was. So we went April, May, we had told that we would get free daycare and we couldn't get that worked out. And so we went June, July, and finally in August, we finally got her in daycare. And I mean, Brad and I work all the time. And so it was like, I was having to stay home and, yeah. you know, watch the baby and try to work. And it was just a lot of pulling and tugging and ungratefulness and anger and bitterness that God would do this to us. Like, why didn't you give us what we asked for, God, type of thing. And um, we were really angry. Brad was angry. I was angry. You know, the kids are, we have two other kids and they're just like, you know, what's wrong with mom you and dad? Yeah. Yeah. And um, one day... Um, we got, we got the baby into daycare at the beginning of August and she went for two days and then they shut down because of COVID and they said, we're going to be gone for two weeks. So it's like, we just made it in and now we're closed again. And it was like, that was like our breaking point. It was like, this is not how this is supposed to go. Um, and so Brad goes, we have got to change our minds about this. We were ready to call the state and say, you need to take this baby back. Like, we can't do this. And um, it was like, you know, we've got to change our minds. I was like, I'm not changing my mind. Like, I deserve to be angry about this because this is not how this was going to go. And I'm a control freak. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and so, you know, when we have things the way that they're supposed to be in our mind and then they don't actually add up that way, it's very easy to get angry and ungrateful and like, why didn't my plans work out, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I read a book by, I don't know if y'all are allowed to like yeah. say, yeah. but okay. I read Ann Voskamp's book, A Thousand Gifts. Um, at the beginning of August, I was like, I am going to change my mind because it's really crappy to live this way. Like always angry, you know, nothing's joyful. Um, and so I read that book. I read one chapter every single day and I think there's 12 chapters, so it didn't take that long. Um, but in there, you know, she's talking about looking around at all the gifts in your life. And, you know, in the beginning, when you're trying to make this list, you like 
the gifts are a little like, thank you, God, for sunshine, you know, because <laughs> when you have that hard, ungrateful heart and you're trying to find something to be grateful for, it's really hard to see. Um, and so, you know, mine were like that, like, thank you, God, that I'm a foster parent, even though, you know, it's not really joyful yet. Um, and so I had that change of heart and it's like, I was chosen by God to do this mission and this purpose. And I have been given good gifts and I do have a story that has been redeemed, you know, and, I was a drug addict and now I can help people who are struggling with addiction. And, um, so I just understand a lot of that, but when you have had nothing and then you get something, um, it's also, I think goes into that toxic positivity, like, Oh, I did this myself, you know, and I am strong enough and we're all great, you know, set your dreams higher because I can do anything. And so that's hard too. um, you know, realizing where the gifts come from and, you know, whatever you believe in that. And so being thankful for what you have, but also knowing who to be thankful for. And so I think the class, um, I'm going to use art because that is what I do. And so, you know, we've ordered lots of art supplies. Of and, yeah. There's, and there's so, been, it's like Christmas all year yeah. round over here at this place sometimes. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we're going to, you know, get messy in art supplies and be talk about things that we're grateful for. And um, there are going to be some projects on class day that, you know, we can make a collage of, you know, what makes us who we are and, mm-hmm things that we're grateful for, but I'm also going to have homework since we're only meeting once a month. I'm going to give you something to do every day. And, um, I was, I already have it in my, um, notes that I was planning on like every day in January, you're going to have to write three things that you're thankful for every day. And as your heart and your mind change, it becomes easier to find those things that you're grateful for because you're looking for them. When, our hearts are hard and we're ungrateful. All we can see around us is the bad stuff that, you know, that's cause that's what we're focusing on. But if you can focus on the good, then it's easier to see the good. And so that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, and I know this is not true because I asked Valerie when we, before we started, <laughs> right, Pam, it's almost like she's been listening to our podcast and knows <laughs> that we give listeners homework. Yes. We like homework. <laughs> Valerie, as you were talking um, and sharing your story, um, I think maybe some of our listeners can relate. Going through cancer is hard. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not fun. Um, They didn't ask for it. No, No. they didn't ask for it. How did you, how can people find art therapeutic whenever they don't have that artistic ability like you? Yeah. Um, Well, the good thing about art is that anybody can do it. And, um, you know, kids love art and they love to create and they love, you know, just to get all the supplies out and do art. And then you grow up and you do that. And eventually someone tells you like, oh, that's not good. Like, <laughs> that's you, not even good enough to go in the yeah, fridge. <laughs> you should not do that anymore. But all of us have that creative heart in us. Like if, if we just would be able to grow up and everybody could just nurture that, like, Ryan would still be doing art these days, you know, know. because we all have that in us. And so even if you don't feel like you're good enough, um, you are and everybody can be creative. I mean, you can cut and glue and paste, you know, you can do these things. And so everybody can be creative and don't compare yourself because everybody's good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded back to the gratitude box because I know you did, you were at that class for the gratitude box. Yeah. And I just remember, um, <laughs> and I'm going to tell on myself, but looking at the supplies and going, I thought this was a box. Uh, this is, I don't, what are we talking about here? You got to think outside of the box. Well, sometimes. I wasn't necessarily, but then the more you start looking at it and the creativeness comes out and you see and you go, oh, I get it. And it doesn't, and like in this case, naturally, those of you that were at the, the class too, I hope will agree with me, there's no wrong way to do it. No. And it's what you put into it and what you, you know, the effort and then the, um, the extras that go along yeah. with it that make it what it is. Yeah. And the gratitude box was my favorite class, even though it was the least structured because everybody got to be creative. Yeah. You know, we did, um, we painted pots when mm-hmm. one time and we did those pumpkin signs and that was just like a paint along with me type thing. So everybody's had to look like mine. Right. And, I know that everybody doesn't want to paint like me. Like everybody wants to do their own thing. And so the box really was my favorite one. But let's go back to the reason why you chose to do the box. Because you were talking about your family changing changing their mindset. Um, Can you tell our listeners about that? Yeah. So um, in August, September, you know, when we were changing our family um, and it just was really hard. And so I made a box for Brad and I made one for um, the kids. And, you know, I put in there quotes that we could be grateful for and things around the house and what we loved about each other. And then, then we could read like when, you know, when we're not feeling grateful, it's like, Oh, here's a little bit of encouragement that we could Mm -hmm. have. And Brad's got one on his desk that he makes for me. And I've got one on my desk that he make that I make for him. And I'll walk up to his desk and be like, I just need a little bit of encouragement. I'll pull one of those things out, you know, and read it. And it just really does help you because if you can have something to go back to um, in the ungrateful moments and remember why you are grateful, like it just, it changes your mindset, changes your day. So I have mine on my desk and my favorite thing is every time Ryan comes into my office, he tends to move that box. I do. I do. <laughs> every every time he comes in, and he's like, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that because of the glitter. Well, and there's glitter. And how can you be mad uh, about no. glitter? And it makes me smile. Yeah. And it's like, I shouldn't have moved that. But I was going to set my laptop here and pull up some stuff and visit. And, <laughs> now you've got glitter. And there's glitter everywhere. You can't be mad. You're welcome. I know. I know. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, um, this is a class that's intended to be fun. Yeah. I don't I don't want anyone to think we're, oh, they're telling me I need to go to this because I'm ungrateful. No. Um, we're all, we just established that. We're yeah. all ungrateful. Our a mind lo- tends to go yeah, to the worst you, place. We wander. We yeah. wander. Um, there's a couple of things, if I can, real quick, be, that I found. Just some other science, if you will, behind yeah. it, um, behind gratitude. Um, so using gratitude uh, can benefit you in some a lot of ways, but these are just some. Uh, help bring closer relationships with your family members and your friends. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a reevaluation of your priorities. Maybe something, um, a shift of priorities. We all know uh, maybe your focus and your shift changes when you hear those words, you have cancer, and all of a sudden that is your priority number one is going through that. Um, taking control of a personal health situation, just as I said, um, could be some personal growth, could be spiritual growth. Um, this one is one I like, uh, because it is, it's starting the new year and it says, uh, setting and achieving new goals. And then one that I definitely need to work on is, uh, greater flexibility, patience, 
and resilience. And so there, this is, again, not one of those things that Pam sat around and goes, I think we ought to do this, and just we just pull it out of the air. Right, Pam? No. We talk about that all but the did time. Did you tell them what the name of the class was? Oh, Gratitude and Attitude. Yes, so look on the calendar starting uh-huh. in January. That's right. It's going to be exciting. Valerie, what is your hope for our survivors coming to this class? Um, I just hope that through through their life, they can see um, that there is something to be thankful for. I'm not going to pretend to understand that I know what it's like to have cancer because I don't. Um, But I know what it's like to have hard stuff in my life. And so I just hope that everybody can come up, go away from the class and just be reminded, like, I can be grateful for something today, even if it is hard. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. I can't wait. It reminds me kind of of that... um, how you how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I can make it, it's just as you said, I can make it through the day. Yeah. I can, I can, I can tomorrow I have this and I know I'm sitting there for X number of hours, but I know that I'm grateful for this. Yeah. And it can help you carry through those hard moments. It kind of reminds me of the talk from Ethan. It does. Where he filed what he was thankful for mm-hmm. in that file and mm-hmm. looked back. Yeah. Um, sometimes in the moment it's hard. Yes. But finding something, something as simple as running water or the lights on or very simple things, it can change our attitude. Yeah, it does. And uh, again, don't be surprised, um, Valerie and listeners, don't be surprised if maybe you see Pam in this class or you see Ryan in this (laughs) class or maybe some people that you go, wait a minute, don't you teach the yoga class or don't you do the dietitian stuff? Yeah, absolutely. But we're here for a little attitude of gratitude. I can't wait. I feel like we can all go back to our childhood, um, get messy. Well, yeah, yeah there's glitter involved. <laughs> you know, um, I was there at the gratitude box, and my favorite thing was the gentleman that came. <laughs> He's like, we're doing glitter? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and by the end of the night, he had his whole hands full of glitter everywhere. Poor and guy. And he goes, man, I feel like I'm a kid again. <laughs> He was so excited. Mm-hmm. So, men, Let if you're loose. listening, Let come, come play with glitter. Yeah. yeah. This is a time uh, for you to just enjoy, relax, and maybe build a new pattern, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing happens easy. We know that. We've established that. Uh, as you said, Valerie, uh, your home, you'd be prepared for homework, you know, yeah. the, the, the coming up of three things that you're, you're grateful for, um, because you have to be a work. You have to, ha- we're all a work in progress. Yes, and every to, day. You know, I know. Well, I tell you, um, Pam, let's remind our listeners, this starts in January. Mm-hmm. So you've got not much time no. to get ready for this class. Um, be looking for the calendar. We'll put out information about it because we know this is a class that um, uh, a lot of people really need to be here just because it's it's going to change the way you, your outlook is. Now, Valerie, I do have a question. Maybe our listeners thinking, well, maybe I can't make it in January, okay. but I can make it in February. Is it okay if they come when it's convenient for them. Yeah. I mean, you can come whenever. Yeah. I thought there was a right answer to this. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. What is Trick the answer? Question. No, <laughs> you know, some people say, well, if I don't start at the very beginning, then I can't join oh, in. Oh, no. I've missed out. Yeah, yeah. No. Come come when you can come. And um, sometimes life is hard. And oh, yeah. so. Life yeah. happens. Yeah. We're ready for you when you're ready to come. Ah, there we go. I like that. Oh, but let's also, Pam, remind our listeners, because maybe we have some new listeners. Yes. Sometimes I think I take for granted maybe, oh, these are all of our wonderful listeners. They all know everything, right? What does Valerie's class cost them? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
I mean, you are getting a full 45 minutes yeah. with an internet famous <laughs> I know. We better get her autograph. Artist. I know we may have to have her sign. And I'm just kidding. We may have to have her sign these, <laughs> these out here. I mean, but seriously, in all seriousness, um, it is free. This is something that I know you would have to pay elsewhere to um, for all of our classes, quite honestly. You you would pay money to go to classes. And that we're not patting ourselves on the back. We're just trying to make home the point of this costs you absolutely nothing. Come and give it a try. It's just a little bit of your time. And don't stress. The supplies are um, going to be here. Yeah. You don't have to bring anything. Yeah. And we even clean up the glitter <laughs> after the fact. You don't even have to. You say, maybe say, I ain't touching glitter because I am not cleaning up. You don't have to clean up. No. In fact, if you try, we're going to kick you out. We've tried. We've done that. Yes, we have. We have done that. You know, Valerie, this leads us to our last segment. We are sponsored by um, Auto Inc., um, which is um, Kia of Amarillo, a proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealership. That's a new sponsorship. It it's going to take me a little bit of time I to know. get used to that. It's but a mouthful. And we it, we sincerely thank those guys. Yes. So Auto Inc., um, inspiring moment. Do you have one that you could share with us? An inspiring moment. You know, I really should have thought harder about this. <laughs> um, what has been inspiring to me this week um, is our little foster baby, um, she is doing well. Um, she's attached to us, but she's not really shown affection to us. Um, and this week she wanted a kiss from me and I just was like, huh, well, that's cool. You know? And it just was one of those moments like, oh, my heart did just get softer for you, you know? Aww. And so, I mean, Next time I'm on the podcast, I'll be more prepared for that question. But that's what happened this but week. But that's okay yeah. because what a reminder to be grateful yeah. that you're in the position yeah. to foster this this baby and uh, make Going a difference. Going through those struggles of yeah. not knowing if you want it to mm -hmm. keep this baby right. yeah. to yeah. Yeah. show its Perfect affection. timing. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like such a heel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I do. Oh my gosh. Wow. Valerie, thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you for your willingness to join this crazy crew that we call the Cancer Survivorship Center. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, our folks are amazing that come through here. Uh, I know, I know you guys can't wait. So be on the lookout for the January calendar, which will be coming out around the end of December, mm -hmm. uh, third ish week, somewhere in there. So uh, be waiting with bated breath. And uh, be sure and call here at the center at 806-331-2400 to RSVP your spot. We want to make sure we have plenty of supplies for everyone. So We want to make sure we have enough glitter. And enough glitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Pam, I, I think we need to leave our listeners with some homework. Yes, let's and, do. And I think it's very apparent probably what it is. Well, you go ahead. They, Give it to them. They need to wake up, as do I, as do you, mm -hmm. tomorrow. And wake up thinking of what you're grateful for. Just one simple thing. It's it, it just one thing. What are you grateful for that moment? And then I would even say the next piece of homework is just throughout the day. Notice things that you're grateful for. And yes. and then the last piece, we're leaving them three. And the last piece is be looking for the calendar. Yes. And if you don't um, get the calendar, make sure you call Mary Bell at 806-331-2400. Right. Or you can find our calendar on our website at 24survivorship.org yep. um, for the latest calendar. That's right. 
everything is on our account, on our website, uh, in, including if you feel led to make a monetary donation to uh, help provide classes and continue to have all of our classes that uh, occur for free. Again, it's 24survivorship.org slash donate. Real simple. Uh, and we would, we would be grateful uh, if you felt led to do that. Yes. Yeah. Really. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. Valerie, thank you for joining us. Anytime. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, be sure to join us next week for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.org.